Hello and welcome to another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, AD And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them and we can tell you how not to adult. Hello everyone and thanks for tuning in to our Halloween special. Hello, hello and welcome to the second part of this trilogy. It is still spooky and spooky season and we do hope you join our Spooktober giveaway. Mm-hmm. We've been getting a lot of pretty interesting answers to our questions so it's going to be a pretty hard uh Ordeal or mm-hmm. choice ordeal really ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> for us to choose a winner, but keep those answers and entries coming. Yes, and we are not reposting any of them so that no one gets to copy the answers of others. Yes. Anyway, as per tradition, Herwin and I have been watching <clears throat> horror films every night this month. Yeah. And for those who are fans of horror, pretty sure it is automatic even for you guys to figure out the movie tropes in horror films. And I guess that's why I've been so jaded and not so scared anymore because I know what to expect. Yes, but usually the horror tropes we see in movies are also the kind of things that might get us into trouble in real life uh, whenever we encounter something unusual or even paranormal. So what are the things that you shouldn't do to avoid disturbing the unknown? And what are the dumb things people usually do that get them haunted? For the veteran listeners, you know the drill. And for the new ones, welcome aboard. Join us for this special Halloween episode as we talk about the scariest places locally and internationally and listen to us tell you how not to get haunted by ghosts, spirits, and other entities. Before anything else, like for any other episodes we do, this is me again stating a disclaimer that we don't claim to be experts when it comes to any of the topics we are talking about. Mm -hmm, We mm -hmm. are basically sharing our experiences so that others won't have to make the same mistakes we did and can actually learn from our encounters. Now that that's over, let's start with how not to get haunted by ghosts, spirits, or other entities. Tip number one, do not touch anything. It is human nature to be curious, but we can't deny that there really are people who just can't seem to mind their own business. And some can't also seem to stop themselves from touching things that should be left alone. Mm -hmm. So this is actually another common horror movie trope. Uh, People just get naturally curious when visiting certain places and when everything around feels new to the senses, the more we try to seek out new experiences. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, when I'm in the fabric store with AD, I always go around and touch all the fabric I can since they all just feel awesome. Okay, that's weird. But yeah, he does that a lot before. Well, pre-pandemic. Now he doesn't even want to sit in public places. (laughs) Anyway, I don't... What I don't get is how people sometimes tend to be so nosy. Mm -hmm. Because, well... Even in movies, of course. Movies are movies, and most are fictional. And if all the characters were smart, then there would be no plot or conflict. Or movie. Or movie. (laughs) But you can't help but notice that sometimes, the reason people in horror films, and even in real life, have paranormal encounters or end up getting cursed and all, is that they touched something that should have been left alone. Yeah. 
usually yung mga nangingi alam ang napapahamak talaga. Yan, yan sa'yo. So, Pakilamaya ka yeah, kasi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, for this tip, uh, what I'm trying to say is that not all places should be treated like how I'm fascinated with a fabric store. Yeah. Uh, always exercise caution. Uh, especially when visiting w- uh, locations with probable paranormal activities. And uh, do your best to just not touch anything. Because mm-hmm. we will never know if the items we touch or move are attached to something that we do not fully understand. Yeah. Like uh, in the opening sequence of the movie The Empty Man, uh, a character suddenly gets possessed after touching something that he found inside a cave that he fell into. You fell into a cave. Yeah, he Who fell into falls a, into a cave. Uh, they were hiking in the mountains. Anyway, so as you can see, a uh, common horror movie trope. But curiosity got the better of him and eventually led him to do things. Or like the Evil Dead, as in Ooh. the first one with Bruce Campbell. Yes. They found the Necronomicon and played the tape of the incantation and ended up summoning or resurrecting, or resurrecting a demonic entity. Then all hell breaks loose. So yeah, learn from the movies and just don't touch anything mm-hmm. that you're not familiar with. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's common courtesy. And don't forget, to be specific, Kandarian demons were the ones summoned by Ash and Evil Dead. <laughs> no wow, <laughs> uh, So, since we're also talking about haunted places in this episode, can you name one locally haunted place where you wouldn't dare touch anything if you ever get to visit that location? Well, locally. Okay, yeah, locally. so it has to be... I guess, oh wait, oh, that's easy if it's locally. I would never touch anything from the Diplomat Hotel. Ooh, We've you. never been there, mm-hmm. although we did plan to visit. But I've heard a lot of spooky tales for me to stay away from it. And since it was it was a hotel before, and it has been abandoned for quite some time, I'm pretty sure there were a lot of things that were left behind that are emotionally and negatively charged, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Although I heard that, that that the place is now undergoing rehabilitation through the efforts of the city government, I still won't go near it or touch anything inside it, even mm-hmm. though it's like fully renovated and open to the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most of all, you wouldn't want to bring anything home with you. Yeah. Just, even basically just touch anything. Uh, mine would be the Manila Film Center. I've actually read reports online about how over a hundred workers were involved in an accident. And just imagine entering a building that has a history of suffering. And according to the reports, people being buried in cement and uh, they did not even get the chance to be dug out. So they just poured cement over the bodies. Uh, That... Honestly, so it's sounds, a mass grave. It's a mass grave. And that sounds horrific to me. And just imagine taking something out of that place as a trophy. Well, you, you can't take something or, out of that yeah, place. That's the point. Or just touching anything that's positively or negatively charged. Uh, it's just scary. Uh, it's just packed with all the horrifying energy of the poor souls buried and forgotten. So, nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it for tip number one. Do not touch anything. Yeah, don't touch anything if you don't want to bring anything back with you. Mm-hmm. And next is tip number two. Do not take anything. Which is worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, like what Adi said, this is the worst, worst 
version of tip number worse, one. Worse, just worse. Just worse. Okay. Uh, <laughs> taking anything that isn't ours is considered stealing, and taking anything from a haunted place is like a death sentence. Uh, we it's can worse. never know if there is anything attached to those items, and taking them away from where they belong could simply anger the spirits. Yeah. Uh, look. Hollywood has made a ton of movies with haunted objects that cursed or haunted people after taking them. Uh, for example, uh, Annabelle, uh, The Ring with the VHS, uh, Hellraiser with the Lament configuration, and of course, my favorite, uh, Evil Dead with the Necronomicon X Mortis. Too specific. Full name. <laughs> and it's also <laughs> like we mentioned in the pre, like what we mentioned in the previous episode, the story of Bella's curse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, common courtesy: do not take anything that's not yours, let alone something from a haunted place. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I do somehow understand why people do this, and maybe it's because they want some sort of souvenir to bring home to help them reminisce and remember moments. Because that's what souvenirs are for. But I really believe that things can be emotionally charged, especially when they mean something to people Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. is significant to a certain place. And when someone takes it away, it disrupts the peace. Mm -hmm. And I guess this also explains my aversion to pre-loved items, especially furniture. Like, I don't really have any problems with pre-loved clothes, but... I, I, I'm kind of iffy when it comes to pre-loved furniture because mm-hmm. they can carry a lot of vibes. And I don't know. The whole thing just freaks me out. Not because I'm iffy that it once belonged to someone else, but the fact that it may hold a meaning for someone else and I might take some sort of negative energy or vibes with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's just how I feel when it comes to pre-loved furniture. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not such a fan of a- uh, antiques. <laughs> <laughs> Although my mom is, so we have a lot of that at home. Anyway, remember that if one does decide to take something from a haunted place as a souvenir, just be prepared for the consequences that could come with it. Right. Uh, speaking of souvenirs, uh, what is one place that you will never even take a souvenir f- uh, from? Even as a legit souvenir? Like, even if it's like being sold from a store? Is that what uh, you if, mean? If it's being sold from a store, I guess it's fine. But No, but that's a souvenir from a place. So does that count? Mm, yeah, I guess so. So... I was actually just watching a documentary about this place, but I will never ever take even a legit souvenir that I can buy from its store. And that place is the Warren's Occult Museum in Connecticut. Oh, no, no. So, I don't want to buy anything from that So, place. yeah, if, you're, if the listeners are thinking if that is the place, yes, that is the place where the original Annabelle is staying. R- raggedy Annie. Yeah, although it looks like a rag, it raggedy It is Annie. a Raggedy Ann and not like the really freaky one from the films. Mm-hmm. And I heard that it's like they're very problematic occupant. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what kind of spirit would possess the things around that place, right? Even a souvenir. So, nope. And let me also emphasize the fact that when guests uh, visit that museum, they are required to bless themselves with holy water when they come in. But I think the whole place is now close to the public. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's it has opened or is taking visitors or uh, accepting visitors or whatever. But yeah, so... Still, even a legit souvenir from that place, I will never take any of those home. Mm Because, I don't know, there might be spirits that they can't contain. And it's just just very creepy. Uh, For me, 
I will never bring anything home from the catacombs of Paris. So we can That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't even want. I, why would you be to there to there. begin with? <laughs> Naalala ko yung dude na naglalakad. Ado as na drop ng camera uh, niya. I forgot. As, uh, as above, so below. As above, so below. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird so, film. Uh, just all the bones, the winding passages, the darkness. I'd, I'd be lost. Like what I said uh, earlier, like the guy whose camera was found and he, he was just running around in the darkness. So, uh, so no. you're not talking about the movie. That's an actual thing? Yeah, it's an actual thing. Oh, it's, a fa- it's fa- so it's found footage. It's found foot. It's le- the legit found footage of a guy venturing in the catacombs and he so how gets was distressed this, uh, and he got how lost. How was the video footage found? The camera fell. And well, how convenient. Just, it was creepy. <laughs> uh, it was freaky. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, that's it for tip number two. Do not take anything. Next is tip number three. Do not call out or provoke. Okay, okay. So I'll start this one off. Uh, let me put this bluntly. Uh, calling or provoking anything unseen, uh, especially when you are not prepared, is probably a death wish. It's like a truth or dare game that has a lot of consequences, which are all not favorable. Oh, by the way, a truth or dare, the one with Lucy Hale, is such a bad movie. I hate bad that. Bad movie. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I remember the show that AD and I watched last week. It's 28 Days Haunted. Yeah, I, you I, talk about me like I'm in the third person. Yeah, I'm right here. Like, AD and I watched. AD I'm right I, here. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, we watched uh, 28 Days mm-hmm. Haunted. And there was a specific event when a demonologist called out an entity. and it, Jeremy. Yeah, Jeremy with no Y. Or I. <laughs> Jeremy with an E. Like Jareem. Jareem. <laughs> anyway, uh, he called out the entity and it proceeded to move things in the haunted location. Uh, and if you haven't seen the show, some spoilers here, he was almost possessed for provoking the entity. So yeah, and remember, he's the demonologist. Demonologist. <laughs> so the demonologist almost got possessed because mm-hmm. he provoked the entity occupying the haunted place they were investigating. Mm-hmm. But whether you're a believer or a skeptic, you may want to check that out to gain some insight. I mean, check out the series. Mm-hmm. To gain some insight into what happens in the world of paranormal investigators. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, the producer and the host of the show is Tony Spera. You know, the son-in-law of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes, so yeah, yes. credibility right there. Like legit stuff. So uh, it's actually pretty interesting uh, that you may want to check it out on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm. Just to burn your time. Uh, okay. Anyway, back to scary locations. Uh, which haunted place would you want to visit? but are too scared to even try to visit Oh, that's it. easy. For me, I saw this in a YouTube video before, and it's probably the Aradale uh, Lunatic Museum. Aradale. Uh, asylum. Aradale. Asylum, sorry. Asylum. The Aradale, Aradale Lunatic Asylum in Australia. Ooh. So it has gothic interiors and all to add to the creepiness. To creepiness. 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 <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> With a K, not C. <laughs> With emphasis. And it's actually one of Australia's most haunted locations or buildings it has this flourishing dark tourism wow. industry with over tens of thousands of visitors a year so it's dark tourism they say when you join the ghost tours there uh, you'll see for yourself how some of the patients never really escape their imprisonment in its <laughs> hollowed walls no. and it also has a bizarre history with brutal treatments so big nope nope I mean, it is interesting to join. You know me. I would want to join a tour like that. Mm-hmm. 
But then, of course, I don't think it's worth the stress and the hassle of me not being able to sleep for countless nights. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can't even sleep right now, and I'm not even scared. So <laughs> uh, for me, it's just not worth it. But that is interesting yet scary. Uh, for me, I would probably not visit the island of dolls in Mexico. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. the small island full I, of dolls hanging from trees. Dolls, doll heads, doll body parts. So no, I don't get it. It's been abandoned for quite a while. No, but someone's where... making it. Someone's hanging the dolls. No, but the person who originally originally did it died. So who keeps adding the dolls? Some other people. I just saw See? it in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh okay. And <laughs> I honestly can't imagine how someone can create something that would chill just any visitors who would go there. What do you mean would chill? <laughs> chill them to the bones. <laughs> like chill. <laughs> but it's based on a an urban legend that the guy who started making it in the first place uh, lost, a, lost lo- a kid? Something like that. I don't know. But I the, can't even remember. But something I like that. what it looks like. So he started like bringing dolls to appease the spirit of the child Whatever. that drowned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then eventually uh, the river or... I don't know the water took his life Mm -hmm. something like that anyway anyway I I just don't want to go there it would probably feel like a thousand eyes are staring at me all at the same time and I know I can't handle that you already have uh, you already have a pair of eyes staring at you all the time anyway and that's taco yeah (laughs) yikes anyway if you do (laughs) decide to visit haunted places and don't want any trouble remember tip number three do not call out or provoke Mm mhm but before we move on to tip number four, our question for the Spooktober giveaway, just in case you want to answer a different question from the one we gave last episode. So here it goes. What is the scariest movie you've seen and why? Mm-hmm. And That's it. The instructions are already in the first Halloween episode. Yeah, so moving on to tip number four, do not forget to research. Yes. And uh, just like when you travel and create an itinerary, Doing enough research before visiting a haunted place is really, really a must. Uh, I remember the time when we were trying to plan to go to Japan, and one of the things that we talked about was to go, or uh, how to go to Aokigahara Forest. Uh, upon research, uh, the forest is open to the public, so we decided to check out the route, transportation, travel time, uh, what the best time would be to go there and of course it's history and the more we read about Aokigahara the more we were fully convinced to just drop it from our itinerary actually you were convinced to drop it I still want to (laughs) go I'm still creeped out Uh, the stories about the place are terrifying and with AD being sensitive we'd rather not risk anything following her or us or me after we visit yeah, but Aokigahara is really like one of the places in my bucket on my bucket list. But I'm not risking a Uray to follow us home. So nope. I've heard how nice the surrounding area is though. Mm-hmm. Like how peaceful, calm and serene it is. But major yikes. And I guess researching about a place, especially a haunted one, is essential. Because you would want to at least know what to expect and how to treat the area with respect Mm -hmm. you don't want to be doing something that may offend the spirits or entities there wouldn't you no 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 so yeah better come prepared and knowledgeable than go in blind Mm -hmm. and that's it for the short tip tip number four 
for a short <laughs> tip number four do not forget <laughs> to research mm-hmm. moving on to our final tip tip number five do not take the risk leave if you feel uneasy okay so this will just be a quick tip uh i'm pretty sure everyone has heard of the flight uh fight fight or flight sin- uh, response not syndrome anyway uh when one feels that their safety is being threatened the natural response would be to either fight or flee from the situation uh personally i'd choose to flee the, always. always. He's such a scaredy like, cat. What the hell? Bye. I'm a scaredy cat, uh, especially against cockroaches. So not just AD, that. AD is my Whatever conflict killer. life throws at us, you're the scaredy cat. Like, <laughs> nope. But he's such a soft boy. It's like an automatic nope. Like what I said earlier. If you didn't hear it, AD is my cockroach killer. You're welcome. Killer. Uh, anyway, uh, to connect fight or flight to this tip. Uh, it's usually a safer option to just leave any place that makes you feel uneasy. Mm-hmm. Again, common horror movie trope. But if one mm-hmm. is simply put up against an entity that you can neither hurt nor see, or a certain location gives off a creepy vibe, then just say nope and get the hell out of there. Right, and we actually have a very recent experience with this tip. Recent as in just last week. Mm -hmm. So Herwin and I were preparing for a trip abroad. And we came across this really cute boutique hotel. Perfect for traveling couples. And without following our own tip, tip number four, which is to do research. We didn't do a lot of research. (laughs) It looked cute, affordable, close to the center and the train station. And I basically Mm -hmm. just based it on the photos that were uploaded on the site. And I booked it right away. And uh, it was uncharacteristically me as well mm-hmm. i mean i don't like just do book things out, book of, things the out of the blue and not do research mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but anyway after a few days as i was doing our itinerary i figured i should start finding ways to travel to the hotel from the airport then i noticed how it kept mentioning on the site that on the side of the hotel that it was recently renovated. So I looked it up and realized that it was an old hotel mm. that was closed for a while, nope. then was renovated recently, and that it was in the old part of the city and how it was surrounded by old buildings based on the photos of the view outside that you can clearly see from the windows. Nope. So yeah, old-timey vibes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when I looked at more of the hotel photos, some of them gave me a weird vibe, like the feeling of unhappiness and worry. And I don't know. And then I searched it up online to see the reviews. And besides the ones on the site, it didn't have a lot. And its social media accounts have, haven't been touched for years. Yeah, and again. it just gave me an eerie, uncomfortable feeling overall. So I just canceled the booking right away and chose the hotel from a more popular chain. Mm-hmm. And like AD said, uh, photos of the place were dark and gloomy and it just felt unsettling somehow. Uh, the moment she said that she felt off, we immediately canceled our reservation. Like she said, uh, we may never know or find out the history of that hotel, but it's better safe than sorting animal. Yeah, and yeah, I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it for our final tip. Tip number five, do not take the risk. Leave if you feel uneasy. Mm-hmm. 
So remember listeners, the next time you would travel to places with a dark background or bizarre history, it would always be better to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually. We'll never know what comes knocking from the beyond. Before we end this episode, let us go through the tips mentioned earlier for how not to get haunted by ghosts, spirits, or other entities. Tip number one, do not touch anything. Tip number two, do not take anything. Tip number three, do not call out or provoke. Tip number four, do not forget to research. And finally, tip number five, do not take the risk. Leave if you feel uneasy. We hope you learned something from this episode and that you tune in tomorrow for the last part of our Spooktober special. See you then! 80 out! Bye! Music by Joshua Benzon. Cover art by Cody Bundok. Produced by Herwin D and ADD and Takoti.